G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Major research undertaken by Mission Australia has found that for the first time, mental health is the number one issue of national concern for young people in Australia. This is the 16th year that Mission Australia has conducted the youth survey, reaching out to a record 24,000 young people aged 15 to 20, 15 to 19 years who took part in the latest youth survey 2017. Mission Australia CEO James Toomey joining us. Hello, James. Welcome along to 2020. Hello, Neil. James, you've been researching the most important issues facing young people today. What can you tell us about what tops the list? Well, as you say, the uh, most important issue is mental health, followed by alcohol and drugs and equity and discrimination. Those are the top three. But for the first time in the history of the survey, mental health has come out on top. And mental health, uh, young people are recognising that. How do you see mental health in the context of where young people are and the sorts of struggles that they're facing? Well, one of the other questions asked in the survey is, is around issues of personal concern, where young people are asked to rank issues of personal concern. And the top three there are coping with stress, school or study problems, and body image. So we see a connection between those issues of concern and, uh, and, and mental health concerns for young people in general. What do you see as the necessary response? Because I note that the idea of destigmatizing mental health is a challenge there. How do you think that ought to be approached? Well, I think there has been progress in uh, the destigmatization of mental health over the last couple of years. Um, but for young people, it's still an area of, of, of considerable stigma and concern. Um, what really is needed is a coordinated and comprehensive uh, approach from a national perspective, uh, it, which enables young people to access the kind of mental health supports that they need um, at the point at which they need them. Uh, so they need to be proximate and, uh, uh, and also relevant to young people and, and, and tailored to young people's needs as opposed to uh, expecting young people just to engage with adult mental health services. James, a lot of services available and young people, particularly perhaps young teenagers, ought not to be expected to have their head around what those services mean and what they can find in those services, what sort of benefit they might offer. How much responsibility is there on the families of young people to have their heads around what services might be available should they strike a rough patch? Well, I think that's a really good question because the survey identifies that the uh, the place that most young people go to talk about um, problems in their lives or, or the first place they turn is to parents and to friends and family. They come up top as being the areas that people will turn to uh, for uh, for support. So it is really important that both parents and friends and family um, have 
enough knowledge to be able to firstly identify if a young person is, is unwell or is becoming unwell, um, and secondly, to uh, be able to um, supportively engage them in uh, appropriate services. Now, there is information available for parents um, on the internet, you, on, on Headspace, for example, on the website, about what are the questions to ask children uh, or young people who approach you and the signs and symptoms to look for um, in your, uh, you know, if you have an adolescent or young person living in your home, um, to be able to provide them with, with support. And I would encourage people to use those resources and really equip themselves to be able to answer those questions when they come up, because what we see is that they will, with young people saying mental health is, a, is an area of most concern, and also that they turn to their families and friends as the first point of contact. James, you survey young people on their concerns, but the survey you do is actually quite comprehensive. You also ask these teenagers about the confidence they might have about achieving their post-school goals, uh, moving on to higher study. Uh, what sort of findings did you have in the latest survey? Well, that was a, um, an interesting finding for us. So we saw that um, four out of ten young people who completed the survey were feeling extremely confident or very confident about achieving their study goals. Um, however, for the first time, the proportion of young people feeling not at all or only slightly confident in their ability uh, was shown that that's doubled over the last two years from 10% to, to 20% and is um, more highly represented in young women than in young men. So they have a high aspiration. The indications are in the survey that people aspire to, um, you know, to higher education or to gaining employment when they leave school, uh, etc., but what they are identifying is that they see that they have a range of barriers in front of them, some of those being academic ability or financial barriers or, or even, again, and mental health came up again as an area where people were saying, we think these are barriers to us achieving our goals in life. Does the survey monitor any optimism of young people or do they indicate how they do feel about their future beyond school? Yes, the, one of the questions is how do you feel, how do young people feel about the future? And what we saw was um, over 50% felt either positive or very positive about the future at a national level, and that was the same, broadly the same across uh, males and, and females. Um, about 30% neither positive or negative, and about 10% negative or very negative. So overwhelmingly, there are a picture of people feeling. Um, neither positive or negative, but uh, clearly very positive or positive about their future. James, how much detail do you go into with survey results uh, with regard to a contrast between Aboriginal and uh, Torres Strait Islander young people and uh, non-Indigenous young people in Australia? Well, we do have a, uh, a subset broken out in the survey for um, Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander young people um, and we do see some different trends in the, um, the, 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 respondents, the respondents that we get from those young people about their um, aspirations, about their confidence um, and, um, and other aspects of their lives. And so far as what you hope to achieve by doing the survey, because we might imagine that there is a motive in here whereby you do research with young people so that you can influence 
government policy into the future, I'm sure at all levels, local, state and federal policy levels. Uh, what do you hope to communicate to policy makers by some of the results that you've been able to produce? Well, uh, you're absolutely right that we, we do hope that the survey is, is used to influence um, policy and practice, and we've seen examples of that in the past. Um, in this survey, I think because this finding of mental health coming out as, in top as the most important issue, it does really call upon um, the need for there to be a, a, a coordinated um, and easy-to-navigate mental health system for young people um, in Australia. There are a number of uh, mental health services for, uh, which are available to young people, but navigating that system, particularly for parents, and for people, uh, in, you know, in supporting young people and for the young people themselves, it can be very challenging. Um, information is not always readily available. And the range of services um, specifically aimed at the needs of young people uh, is not always as comprehensive as it, as it could be. So they are things that we would be looking for um, is a joining up and a connection of this uh, sometimes quite complicated service system. But we also use the survey to develop our own uh, practice and programs, and we have um, uh, you know, youth-specific services uh, aimed at young people who are, you know, in some cases, disaffected young people. We use the information from the survey to, to guide and inform our service delivery and development as well. And James, I mentioned in the introduction, this is the 16th year that you've done this youth survey. Is there any comparisons that you can make to results from those early years to where young people might be now? Is there a deterioration? Is there something that you can identify that is different in young people today than what it uh, was 16 years ago? Well, certainly going back, um, I mean, I, I can go, I mean, go back to 2011 and show that in that year, mental health um, it was a was a figure of was a, an area of concern and reported on in 10% of responses, and now it's over 30%. Interestingly, alcohol and drugs was at 30% then, and remains just over 30% now. And equity and discrimination has increased slightly over that time, from 22% to 27%. So I think the really stark um, change there has been the shift from something which. In 2011, was really quite low down the list of things that were of concern to young people, to um, to the highest area of concern now, and that's just uh, since since 2011. Well, I'll point listeners to missionaustralia.com.au, and no doubt. Uh, people listening to our conversation today may be able to access uh, the report. Uh, is it available on your site uh, in full or in summary? Yes, it will be available on the 7th of December. Okay, so missionaustralia.com.au and uh, thank you so much to James Toomey who is the CEO of Mission Australia an organisation that does fine work and as we say the 16th year of the youth survey uh, thanks so much for joining us today on 2020 James thanks very much Neil before you go thanks for listening there's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au and remember vision is listener supported your donation large or small will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across australia and around the world learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au